0: Welcome to Justin's Other Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Sauberg. Today we're back for another top 10 list comic books with my friend and owner of Galactic Comics in Bangor, Paul Eden. So, Paul and I today talked about our top 10 villains in comic book history. So, they could be superheroes, non superheroes, regular human beings, whatever it may be. It could be in any universe, any comic book company. uh, And we talked about movies versions as well as comic book versions um but it's it's a great podcast we talked various things we added some um honorable mentions in there we added a list at the very end that i didn't add in but kind of were honorable mentions but uh it's a great time great conversation if you like comic books if you like comic book villains this will be for you so i hope you guys enjoy um uh, paul eaton glad to comics bangor hammond street and myself top 10 villains enjoy How's it going, Paul?
1: Hey, what's up, Justin?
0: Not much, man. Here, having a beer, recording some podcasts, talk about comics. So, I I mentioned off the air, but I wanted to to point something out. It's actually behind me, it's kind of hard to see.
1: Uh, Something came uh, in the mail
0: today. As soon as you turned, I saw it. It's King in Black, Scotty Young. Signed by Scotty. Exclusive variant, signed by Scotty. Nice little certificate of authenticity and everything. Very nice. In the mail today. That was a nice little present. Came in the mail today. Very nice. Um, so just wanted to show it off so I can. Envious. I also, Envious. I also have the 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 tinfoil uh, print the from. yeah um,
1: Yep. Very nice. I should I should have pulled the trigger on Scotty for myself. I, I'm gonna regret that one. You
0: know what's funny is I almost got it and I was like, oh, maybe I'll get because <laughs> you could yeah, you could have ordered two. Mm. So, So it's like maybe I'll order two and just see if you know if paul doesn't want it that i could throw it up on ebay right and and sell it or whatever but i was like i don't know at the time i was like i don't i don't want to steal it from other people too because it was limited like part of me is like right. as a collector i wanted someone else who's a similar collector to me to also be able, be able to buy it, it enjoy it and yeah, so yeah. i was like oh, okay and then i mentioned it to you, you're like oh i thought about it i'm like ah see oh zoom's reminding me we have a meeting at eight o'clock um oh good <laughs> that's right cool uh so we're here to talk about comic book villains and yes, I did are. give you a little hint when I was at your shop last night that not all of them are, are, are Marvel. And actually one, two, three, four, half of them are not Marvel.
1: Half are not Marvel. Half That's not impressive Marvel. for you. That, that shocks me. I, I, I think did obviously... have
0: a list of about, it's hard to see on here, but I have a list of about like 10 that I were like, Oh crap, those didn't make it. And I cut myself off at one point and said, you got to stop changing my list. Let's just go with it the way it is and we can talk because i'm guessing out of these 10 if i don't have it on there you probably have it on yours so
1: it's not well I've, and i've got six six marbles so i'm actually more marvel than you are that's shocking it
0: is it is a little shocking i think it's a you know we'll, we'll so we'll start with like what we did last time paul i'll read my 10 uh through six paul will then read his 10 through six and then we'll go five each and then back and forth uh and discuss uh we'll do small little snippets um, just enough for me to throw up on the screen what your number 10 is and so on but then we'll go and we'll actually talk in detail what I did change when I talked to Josh Moulton from Queen City about uh, our favorite Christmas movies is mm. if it is in your top 5 do not mention anything about it just keep rolling and when we get to yep. your top 5 if your top 4 is it then we'll just get to it at that point. You can just agree or say whatever, or I'll say whatever. Um, but we'll talk about it when we get to the point where we reveal everything. Because I basically kind of revealed my top one female
1: by yes.
0: you saying your top whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. So, Josh would have ruined his top one when I read my like seventh movie. And so, we gladly didn't say anything because we want to know the top one when you come to it. So, quick little drink there. So, here we go. Let's get into this. Top 10 comic book villains. And number 10 we're going to start off with Joker from DC Comics. It's my first ever on any of these lists and probably will be one of my few DC Comics characters. I'll go quickly into it. I don't know much about Joker in the comic books itself, like the actual physical pages. Yep. It's just he's iconic to the point where you can't not have. I just don't think you can have him in any discussion. Maybe it's not top 10, but you can't not have have a discussion about villains in comic books and not talk
1: about the Joker. I think it's a must, absolutely. Number nine, as big as you it become it's almost a must in any discussion about villains.
0: Correct. I mean, honestly, it could probably be in the discussion about top comic book characters and first and all. Oh, it's yeah. just yeah. it's an iconic character. So, number nine, Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, uh Very nice. universe. Again, another character where it's like you can. T- if someone names, if you don't know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Name a character from there. You name the four turtles and Shredder. Like it's like one of the things. Yeah, so it's one of those ones that again it goes in there. So uh, number eight, the Governor from the Walking Dead universe. <laughs> and again, the Governor is probably one of my favorite villains in the Walking Dead universe. But I kind of like him more in the comic book than I do in the TV show. Um, the comic agree. book is a little bit more. Um, I don't know, a little bit more gross. Evil. The TV show. Yeah. Yes. In a TV show, they kind of like they. Made him a little bit more handsome-looking, and so on. So yeah, and they kind of um, dumbed
1: him down a little for the yes. for the TV series.
0: Number seven, Mysterio from the Marvel universe. Again, nice. great connection to Spider-Man. Uh, it has actually become cousin of the movies. My wife's one of my wife's favorite uh, villains in the uh, comic book universes. Uh, it's because of the way he was portrayed in the movie, uh, the most recent movie. So Mysterio, number seven. Number six, Doctor Doom. Uh, again, another Marvel. Character again, another iconic character to the point where it's not, I maybe not in the same discussions as Joker, but in the idea that he uh, is in that discussion as, as the greatest villains of all time. So,
1: absolutely, Joker,
0: Shredder, the governor, Mysterio, Doctor Doom, my 10 through 6. Three out of those were not Marvel, still Impressive. surprising to me. Impressive. So, we'll help we'll pause here right now, here in a second. And then we'll go back and forth and have a little bit more discussion about uh, the top five. So, you're up. All right.
1: So, first of all, I, I have a couple quick cheats, too. I, That's I, fine. I do, I, I've had, I as I kept making this list, I got 13. I narrowed down to So, for honorable mention, I have to throw, this is my wife's favorite, was Killgrave, the Purple Man. But from the Jessica Jones series of Netflix, he was a fantastic villain. Um, I, I think in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, really one of the best villains they've had, honestly. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's incredible uh also got mr Zaz from batman he's one of my personal favorites uh very just creepy guy i don't know something about a guy with a knife yeah it it, it wigs me out and kingpin uh but going to actual number 10 number 10 for me is two-face from batman uh, i love two-face uh something about his demeanor i think gets me with him You never really know what you're going to deal with because he's very clean and very um, kind of kingpinish to the DC Universe, but then at the same time, he can be completely insane. Um, So I've got King, uh, I have Two-Face. Number nine, I have Doctor Doom. I agree, has to be brought up, has to be discussed. Love Doctor Doom. Uh, Number eight, because of his iconic kind of role in the Marvel Universe, I have Galactus. Um... I think you could argue some of the villain in Galactus, because in some respects, he is just, is he really evil? He's being what he is, right? You know? It, it, so,
0: but it's, it's a discussion for a lot of those characters that are, that are villains in a sense that the greatest villains out there are the ones that are thinking they're doing everything right. for good. They're thinking they're right. doing it for good. So Galactus is, it is who he is, but he's doing it for his own good, thinking he's doing a good thing, but he's well, actually he's a villain. He's being
1: selfish by consuming all of these lies right mm-hmm. you know it's selfish but at the same time he's just you know we, we're eating meat i mean the him it's kind can kind of be that way but correct i mean extremely iconic villain in marvel universe and actually the reason why we have the colors we do at galactic comics so i couldn't go without galactus on my correct. list uh number seven is the red skull uh just just evil um i read a series that uh, was actually a novel series That had the Red Skull in it, where he got his hands on a uh, cosmic cube, and he went much further than saying, "I'm going to like just control Earth and have it my way." He went to try to control the entire galaxy and have it his own way. Um, And so the Red Skull is just, just dark, just nasty individual. Uh, Number six, I have Loki. I just I love Loki. Uh, There's uh, Thor is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, I love going with Loki. There's uh, there's a great series where he ends up in a big fight with Thor and with Odin saying they cursed him with what he is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not my fault that I act the way I do. And he actually did things. He was like trying to make things right. And then they still turned out wrong because it's like his nature. He can't help it. Uh, So I, I just, I love Loki. He's almost in some respects, the Joker of the Marvel universe in some writing. He's just out of it completely. He's just nuts. Just out there. But with the god powers that he has, it's
0: terrifying. And it's because you actually see a personify on a lot of uh, things that a god, someone with god powers, is always good. Right. Like the gods, you, you pray to the gods, you, you, you idolize the gods, and you have this yeah. god of mischief who is, is not a good person. He's a no, villain. Not at all. And the number of times, I mean, every time I watch the MCU, the number of times he screws over his brother,
1: Thor. Oh, I mean, so it's many. like
0: literally to a point where you're like, okay, uh, Thor, you're just dumb. Like, stop right. falling like, for this. What,
1: what is your deal? Like enough already, but he always, oh, he's my brother. Like really dude. Cause he is like, he has screwed you over many times. he's <laughs> tried to kill you. He has killed you. He's killed your loved ones. Like why? Like <laughs> enough already but every time he's my brother. <laughs> oh, you've changed. Okay. We're fine.
0: <laughs> so I want like to go back to a, a kill the, the biggest thing I will say is that if we did a top 10, which we might do at some point villains on the screen. So whether it's small okay. screen, big screen, silver screen, whatever, yep. Kilgrave—he might actually be one of the greatest written and, and acted villains in in a uh, comic book movies or TV. Right. I mean, you Absolutely. have like, there's great. I mean, Heath Ledger's uh, Joker was unreal. There's was other common. people who have played good characters for villains. I mean, I, you know, but there's this thing about him in in the Jessica Jones. I mean. It made that series, honestly. I mean, she did a great job, too. I will not take away from her acting. She was and wonderful. then it, it, the whole series was great, but he was like, ah, this villain that didn't the, the actor that played, what's his name? He played, a, he was a doctor, too, right? He was um, a doctor, um, what's call it called? I don't know That's Doctor Who. Wasn't he a doctor in Doctor Who at one point, too? so I i'm terrible him.
1: i don't i have never seen doctor who really yeah, I've watched I, doctor
0: but i think that's what i say so if you if he was one of those guys if i'm right i don't know for right. sure like i said i have to i don't watch doctor who and,
1: and people are gonna be angry at us yes but, but <laughs> the idea that
0: i i, I want to say he was a doctor in doctor who i'm not 100 percent sure i mean i had the, the googling uh, the power of google power of google he
1: uh, was uh he was so you wanted to see yeah. him get it you were always to me, it was always uh, shocking the next thing he was willing to do to people. Because he, he he had no remorse, and he just absolutely did not care about anything besides himself. Yes. Whatever he wanted, whatever urges he had at the time, so he could, he could fill them. And, you know, the purple man in the comic series, I, I read his first appearance, actually, um, was Daredevil, I believe, if I remember correctly reading. I think um, so, too, yeah. And, and you know, in the comics, of course, he came out in like the sixties. Your typical hokey villains, the Stilt Man, the Purple Man, and, and he was just cheesy. He was hokey, um, but you know, they they did an amazing job in Jessica Jones of making him just just horrible, the worst of the worst.
0: Yeah, he was on uh, BBC's Doctor who, the Doctor Who series, two thousand five to two thousand ten. So he was a pretty substantial Who uh, Doctor on Doctor Do- Who. Doctor
1: in the series, yeah. And he's English. Uh, I just got a side note from my uh, assistant here that he was the tenth doctor. Okay. See, that's the, yeah, and I don't, that's the funny
0: thing about it. It's like, it's one of those things that it's like you dive, people dive a hundred percent into Doctor Who or they don't watch it at all. There's no yeah. middle ground on the Doctor Who uh, fandom. No, but, um, you either
1: just love it and are passionate about it or it seems like you just, it doesn't do anything for you.
0: What we'll say is that there's so many villains out there in this world of comic books that it's crazy mm-hmm. that we just had about a ten minute, five minute conversation about a character that didn't actually make my list and didn't make your list. It didn't make honorable like my list. And so that's what I'm saying is there's there's gonna be characters that are left off because it's just you have ten people to pick, and then Yo. we talk about how some of these characters actually mean something to you. They're not just good yep. characters, and that's why lists are different between pre- people. There's no definitive top ten villain list or, or female character list like we had Ever. before there's because it, there's certain characters that mean something to me and that's, that's what you're going to see in the top five we'll probably yep. see that in top five for you uh and so on that the six through ten is more like who can i fit in there right top five that are really going to be the ones that actually uh make something um maybe we're going to have a little bit more to talk about and stuff like that so um but yeah so we'll go through yours again it was just uh 2 Face, doom galactus Red Skull and Loki, you had a couple yep. honorable mentions in there that you know I, I snuck in. They I cheated.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: When uh Josh did his top ten Christmas movies, he had three comic or three movies for the number ten. So he cheated altogether. <laughs> but he just used the word slasher movie as the number ten Christmas movie. And I was like, okay, I can understand how you didn't want to make them all slasher movies.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Um but so Now that we have 10 through 6 done and we've talked a little bit about about a couple of honorable mentions, let's get into top number 5 and we'll do a little bit more discussing of that um, on this. So my number 5 is a Marvel villain, Carnage. Very nice. So I debated back and forth on Venom versus Carnage and the idea that they're both villains in a sense. But I think that Carnage is the epitome of the symbiote villain. Whereas yeah. villain, uh, Venom is kind of the anti-hero, if that makes sense. Very he's much. More, he's more of the Punisher-esque. He's more of the um, Ghost Rider. The, the the people who can be villain-esque, but not really villains. That that in the, in the sense, if you read the current Venom comic book that's out on the shelves right now, thirty-one just came out yesterday at Galactic Comics. Yes, uh, uh, is that it's he's a he's a hero. He's he's a, on the good side. Yeah, I mean, they're they're fighting Null, and he's on the positive side of this. He's not. Yeah. Carnage would be next to him. Carnage would be the guy trying to kill everybody like an absolute Carnage that came out. Just for the sake of it. Correct. And so Carnage has that just, just that, for the
1: enjoyment of it, really.
0: That and plus I think the redness on his, like the the color, his his symbol being red and mm. that dark it almost looks like blood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah, aspect that makes it. looks it, like he was skinned or something.
0: Yeah, he looks more villainesque. And the idea that Cletus Cassidy yeah. is this like creepy, crazy so murderous. Okay. Person, yeah. yes, a murderous person, and then uh, you know, watching the Venom movie, which a lot of people didn't like. I, I, I my wife and I absolutely, I, we actually do like it a lot. We watched it quite often, and at the okay. very end, when you have Woody Harrelson yeah. in there, I mean, I, you couldn't find a more creepier, older person,
1: <laughs> but honestly, there's like <laughs> I,
0: he's pretty good casting, in my opinion, I, I as love a Carnage that scene. fan, but uh, um, and the name carnage it just it screams villains it screams mean it screams murderous it screams you know evil it's carnage and so uh, I will say um, Michael what the now I'm going to remember forget his name Um, Donato whatever he did carnage number one back in 15. okay yep it was a carnage series when they did the whole Marvel reboot after the secret wars Yep, uh, He did a comic book where it was Carnage's, Carnage number one. It was his head, Carnage's head, and then it was a train tracks.
1: Going into the mouth.
0: Yes, it was yep. one of my favorite comic book uh, covers of all time. And it just, again, made me love Carnage even more. So there's that Carnage thing. I, I love his interaction with Spider-Man, all that stuff. So Carnage, to me, made it in my top five. And Very what nice. I did say is that I then disqualified Venom as a villain. That makes any sense. Yep. So villain, Venom will yep. not be in my villains because I disqualified him. He would be more of a hero or an anti-hero uh, if you right. put that in that category. So Carnage at number five is my, in my top five. So nice. any any I wish quick, I could say get comments on that? But or you want to just move on to yours?
1: I I, I'm, I think that's awesome. I thought of Carnage earlier. Um, he's not on my list. Uh, and I wish I could get back the money I spent renting Maximum Carnage for the Super Nintendo when I was a kid from Front Row Video. Every time it was in stock, I grabbed it. <laughs> it. It you know
0: it's funny. It's the same thing I just said. I just so I'm selling a bunch of uh, movies on on um, eBay, some Blu-rays, and I remember picking up a movie, Rock of Ages. Have you ever seen that? It was like a musical. Like, no, it, I've I never I seen it. that one. Um, it's horrible. But I remember renting it on Netflix. So Netflix, it might have been Netflix. No, I rented it from Redbox. Okay. And had it, and I never watched it. And then I lost the movie, and they charged me like $35 for the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I ended up buying it later on on, eBay, or on Amazon on like Black Friday for like $2.99 or something like that. And I still have yet to watch the movie because I bought it because it was on sale. And just then I
1: because.
0: just because. And then I just you listed are, it on are eBay. you
1: really invested in this movie now. You are <laughs> I like, I
0: 40 bucks of this movie, and I've never seen it. <laughs> so I can, I can attest to you the idea of spending more money on something that you. Either could have purchased or inlined that with your I, Yeah, I don't movie. know
1: why as a child I just never got that that game. I don't know. It, I know it was really hard to find. By the way, I'm pouring another one. Sorry. Um, I know it was really hard to find as a kid. But
0: uh, I'm still yeah. looking, by the way, just as a, on a comic book aspect of it, I have one issue of Maximum Carnage uh, story arc. One. I have That's one it. actual issue. I have only have one issue. So when I came into your shop one day and you're like, I just sold the whole Maximum Carnage thing to someone oh, yeah. else, and I'm like, yeah, but- Tons. So
1: I had tons in back stock.
0: So at some point, if someone comes to you and has that—that's something that I'm looking for—it's still been on my wish list on Midtown Comics and a bunch of other places that that keep track of that stuff. Yep. yep. And uh, Maximum Carnage, and it's also a weird one because before Marvel actually did like mini series offshoots, it was just like all the Spider-Man titles, obviously. So like three Spider-Man titles here, and three Spider-Man titles here had the Maximum Carnage header, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I just I've I absolutely love that series and I have read it digitally, but I would like to have it in person. So that's the one Nice. That's one of those ones I just haven't got my hands
1: on yet. So yep. putting it oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah, you missed you missed out. I had oh man. Well when I opened I had the entire maximum carnage run in sock. And I think we sold to so my opening day. Um I had managed to find an entire unopened uh Diamond Comics sleeve of Amazing Spider Man three sixty one. First appearance Carnage. I got it. I bought out an antique store's entire inventory and got this entire unopened bundle. And we sold every single cover on opening day. It was unbelievable. But I just I mean, thought about cool when box. you mentioned what that. What a crazy thing to find! And the an- we- the owner of the antique store never put them out because it was it was too new for her. It was ah, I'm, that's just junk. I'm not putting that out. And I'm like, you know what that is? And she's like, nah, I don't know. I don't really care. Okay. The, fair enough. The
0: funny thing you mentioned about that the the, the comic books though is that that um we. In the first one we did this, I brought out comic books because I had a lot of the comic books of those characters. Yeah. And I'm looking down on this, I'm like, oh well, I don't have the first appearance of Shredder because that would be a pretty good comic oh, book to have.
1: I don't yeah. have
0: the first appearance of Governor yet. I have a lot of the Walking Dead comic books. But I don't have the Governor. Okay, so you don't have that one. I wouldn't have the first. Like, this is one of those things that like these characters are legit characters that like it's oh. not cheap to own these comic books. Can you
1: imagine? I don't even know what the first the first Doctor Doom would be.
0: No, I I, have no I do idea. have the first appearance of Carnage. So that I would have right. been able to throw at least one in here
1: okay yeah yeah well it's like i mean galactus first appearance galactus i mean that's yeah. you're, you're talking thousands of dollars for a that, good didn't even
0: try to do this because i would I, it wouldn't have worked out very well so let's very, move on to number five okay. for paul
1: number five so my number five so i i was i was so impressed with your last uh the last podcast we had so i do have some visuals to go with all of my top five uh you know they're not first appearances but i've got i got some visuals so uh my number five goes out let's see if you can see this it is this is a cool cover it pulls out and you've got the mad hatter so yeah. i i don't know how many people know the mad hatter um this right here this is one of the reasons i looked for this issue in backstock uh this was a fantastic series the dark knight uh the new 52 era for the mad hatter he's one of my favorite villains i absolutely love jeff Loeb and tim sale's work and in dark victory uh, they go into a lot if I remember correctly stuff Victory now I'm I'm afraid I'm misquoting. Anyways, in the series from The Long Halloween, let's go with that. So i know I covered it. Um they go into a uh series of following the Mad Hatter as a villain. Uh he is he is absolutely just evil and insane. Uh he wants to relive his childhood over and over again in his love of Alice in Wonderland and he keeps kidnapping young girls To be his alice and basically every time they they go off where the way he wants his you know story to go he murders them and goes out and abducts another young girl so batman's always in the race in time every time a girl goes missing and realizes what's happened to track down the mad hatter before he kills this girl and strikes again um and in the jeff and tim sale work uh they go into one of the only memories he has is his mother reading him alice in wonderland and it's that safe memory and how much that that is twisted and evil version the mad hatter has um really gets batman you know what i mean like he doesn't pull back a punch when he hits him uh he goes all out because he's so just angry from his own personal experience with it and that just that that just went deep with me i was like man that's it's incredible it's incredible the background they gave him um when overall mad hatter can be very hokey as a villain he's got his you know his hats that all have things so he controls your brain it it can be really cheesy but uh if they go into simply the fact that he is a lunatic out there that is out there abducting children sometimes sometimes it's children sometimes it's young girls um he is evil he is absolutely evil and he always i'm always excited to see batman get him in the end
0: that's a cool one because again, I'm not a DC fan, so like I right. know Joker because of like if you don't know Joker, if you don't know comic books, you know Joker. Um, but like knows yeah, Joker. the Mad Hatter is something. Also, if you just said Mad Hatter to me, I'm like I like the movie like the movie Alice in Wonderland, like the Mad Hatter, right. <laughs> and so the connection to that, and the, and the he seems like a horrible person. <laughs> like oh, it does he's, make he's, it it makes it a top five villain for sure. The
1: worst, yeah, he is just the worst.
0: So that's so, really cool. I, so uh, that's your. Second, DC person? Yep, second, DC, second DC person. That's your second DC because two face. So that's, that's again, I, I, I respect that. I'm not a DC fan, but that's a, that's a great uh, thing. And I, and I like about these things too, is I'm learning more um, about other characters from other universes because of the fact that you've been bringing it up, like I didn't know much about something's killing the children until we talked yeah. last time. And it kind of made me do some research and stuff like that. So those are kind of yeah. cool uh, things that's to learn. I on love these. Erica. Love
1: yes, Erica's Exactly.
0: Daughter. Um, so number four for me is I'm gonna read this line. I forget now. I didn't. Quite, I didn't um, keep the website I got it off of. But um, so I apologize. But this came from a website, and if I can figure it out, I'll I'll tweet it out or whatever. But um, so I'm gonna say the word. I'm gonna say not gonna say the person because it gives away the, the, the character until after I read this. But so and so may have psychologically damaged an entire generation with this character, the violator by Todd McFarlane nah, and Spawn. Nice. So so Todd McFarlane may have psychologically damaged an entire generation with the Violator. Um, the Violator, well, I think I have him here. Hold on, uh, where's my... I have him right here. He's back here. I don't know if you can see him. But...
1: Oh, there he is. Yeah, nice.
0: So the Violator, I mean, this guy is just, like, it's, it's first of all, it's Todd McFarlane's art in a nutshell. Yep. His big, extreme... Lines, his lanky legs—is it's just like, something that would not normally be able to actually stand up in real life. There's no way right. that this is a real thing. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: Like it's just the whole idea about like the way he drew stress Spider-Man and all that stuff as well. um But the character—I bought that one a while ago, used, open box, and the character even has a hard time standing up as a as a fake thing. So you kind of yeah. have to like have him on a knee because if you don't have him down on a knee, he falls over.
1: So, yeah, yeah. So,
0: but um, the idea I that have the I same
1: mean, one and he's grabbing a. Um, I have a statue of Spawn. Yes. So he's holding on to the statue to get his balance.
0: So, And then, again, I mean, you have to think about, if you think about just villains and the entire experience of having a villain like Violator from the Spawn series, um, is that Todd McFarlane also was able to bring him to life with his McFarlane toys and actually his artwork mm. and stuff like that. So with, with the Violator, if it is, anybody doesn't know, he also is the clown, which, again, I feel like the clown itself was also one of my favorite when I first started reading the Spawn. Like, yeah. the the actual character, the clown, and, and the creepiness oh, of a clown as a villain clown. because oh, yeah. of the fact that he, you know, people, it's a psychological issue with people having, not liking clowns. Fear of clowns, yeah. Uh, and so, and then the fact that John Leguizamo played, <laughs> played him in the movie. <laughs>
1: he, was so, he was so good, as bad as that all was.
0: And so adding all of that together, and Spawn, to me, was my favorite comic book of, like, a long time. I own one through 70 now. I own multiple issues of number one, hoping that when the movie comes out, one of those issues will go up in value, <laughs> the new movie. Um, but yeah, so that's the first one of the first really raunchy villains that I ever was introduced to when I was reading comic because yeah. you're not going to get a villain like Violator in a Marvel back when I was reading them in the 90s and the early 2000s because no. Marvel wasn't produced. They're producing Dr. Doom. They're, producing, Quatch, they're These evil yeah. people, but they're just like, if you look at them on a wall, are like, oh, look at that person. He's dressed
1: up like Halloween. You yeah look at right. This character,
0: yeah. you're like, oh my, this will give you nightmares.
1: Yeah, and what so, the hell is this thing?
0: What the hell is this thing, right? Because he's from hell. He's, 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 from he's hell. brought to Earth. He's a demon. Um, he's a demon. He, he's part of the inner circle of hell and all this stuff. So he's, he's tasked with monitoring Al Simmons, who is Spawn, who's also a creepy person as well. If you look at Spawn as a character, he's oh, also yeah. pretty creepy. I love, I love Spawn. Um, so Spawn, ha- so Tavik Fallon had to make, he- make an even creepier villain, which is awesome. And so <laughs> that aspect of it in, in that he – even the devil doesn't like him. Like right. he doesn't trust him and all that stuff. So there's a whole aspect of it. But I just think that one of my reasons why he's my favorite villain is just the way he was – one of my favorite villains is the way he looks. And I think that out of all the characters that I have in my list, no one looks like that. You know, you could probably put him in the same category as Carnage with the idea that Carnage can morph a little but, bit more.
1: Yeah, I was thinking sort of that, yeah. But I just but think giant that he, eyes, the eyes, the fangs, the mouth in yeah, and, and,
0: and spawn being one of my favorite characters of all time you add the person who's his antagonist to him it just adds that value as well so it literally came down to visuals on on violator for the most um because yeah. let's be honest as much as i'm a big spawn fan as much as i'm a todd McFarlane fan he for a long time sucked at writing like he doesn't like he's not i I, it's hard sometimes to get into entrenched and want to read his next comic (laughs) book like you get through one comic you're like okay and then there's a section like was issues 14 through 20 something he had other people writing it and he was just doing art and it's like just focus on art i like you todd you're awesome you create awesome characters this is amazing (laughs) but sometimes your writing lacks. um but like i think it mainly came down to i wanted to pick a character that was visually villainous and i think that violator is the epitome of that in my mind uh and then again the personal connection to going back to being one of the first villains that i was really entrenched into which because of spawn and how much i like spawn uh, violator had to make that list and i think you know i again non-marvel but it's the only it's, it's another image comic book so most of my characters probably going to be in, in all of our this going to be marvel or image but um yeah so violator is number four for me
1: no, that's an awesome pick. I uh, I regret not thinking of Violator. That's uh, that's a great one. Cause I, I, okay, I I'll have, give you a uh, violation. <laughs> <laughs> I have got the uh, back trades of Spawn, and I think I'm up through four. And you're right, it, it is. It's it's a struggle sometimes going through that early stuff. Um, but you know what? It's going to turn into. So it's it's fantastic. It's once it the longest book.
0: running independently owned comic book. It's the like creator owned All comic done. book. It's 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 it's. I think it's a great overall comic book, but again, it's just there's the 1st the number of times I've done like, oh, I'll go back and read Spawn again.
1: Be fun. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you're, I do in, this you're like, myself. oh my
0: God, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But I love the overall story of Spawn. That's the problem. It's like the you, you I, fight through it. The
1: idea of Spawn is amazing. It is so incredible. And I feel like once it starts going away from hey, we're a superhero story, and more to hey, we're a horror story, you get a lot more from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of that early hey, we're a superhero story that just happens to be a guy from hell. It's like it's a struggle, <laughs> it's well, really and he struggling. had to.
0: I mean, I think it's like with his history of what he did at Marvel, like you couldn't create a comic book back in the 90s that was not a no. superhero style comic book because no one was no, gonna no. read it.
1: No, absolutely, so. no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And he wanted to create his own hero, and he did, you know. So, and what a crazy, you know, origin to have. It's uh, it's amazing, but uh, and, no, and again,
0: back in the story of like talking about a kid, like one of the reasons why I've always been a huge John Leguizamo fan is because of the, like why I like the movie Sp- the pest and like stupid movies like that with John Leguizamo in it is cause he played violator. In, he, in he the the movie.
1: <laughs> well done. All right. So my number four, uh, I think this is, this is iconic for, for comics. I'm reading, uh, a lot of the series. Now uh, I started to have something different. And I haven't been able to put it down. But realistically, iconic in all forms of villainy and in uh, everything, and you have to go to Darth Vader. So Darth Vader is my number four. Uh, I'm currently reading uh, the Darth Vader series. After I read Vader Down, and I absolutely loved it, and started picking up uh, a lot more Star Wars. That's something different to read. I, I've, you know, I did Marvel, I did DC. I, I'm reading a lot of indie stuff we talked about before. Um, and I was like, hey, I've never tried Star Wars. Let's let's dive into that. Um, and Vader is such an interesting character. And, um, you know, we all know how it ends, right? He comes back from the evil. But during the dark side and through some of the early writings and stuff like that, it is unbelievable uh, how powerful he is, how evil he is. I'm, there's a scene in one of the books where um, he has an entire army of the Rebellion coming for him. And they all think, all right, you know, we're going to be the ones to take Vader down. We're going to stop him. And it was like child's play. And he killed them all by himself, single-handedly with ease and just went through like it was nothing. It was just, so what? So, you know, tons of lives taken. And so what? doesn't matter. He's always got something else of an end game for himself going. He's always thinking one step ahead. Um, And the – to me, how cold he is, right? That Vader look, the Vader stare. Um, it, to me, he's got to be in your top villains.
0: And I, I think the addition to it, and I will say he's not in my top three, so uh, it's a little spoiler for that too as well. However, he did make my list of characters that I could have put in there. I starred yep. them, yeah. and I'll go after. At the end of this, I'll go through and show how many that are comparative to that you said in your list that I had yep. in my sub list. Um, but... Including to the top three characters that I have on my list is that there's something about a villain you love to hate, hate yep. to love, and so Darth Vader. I think adds that aspect to it, which is the idea that you ever you want to be a fan of Darth Vader, right? But you know yeah, he's a I, villain.
1: You it's, can't help but sort of cheer for him, and, and so, so like,
0: and he has a, the story. You understand that he was basically tricked into it by the evil the empire yeah. and in the evil side and the dark side that trick they do it convinced into it in a sense you know what I mean like he let his emotions get the best of him and yep. so there's that aspect of you know he's a villain but you also feel for him like you yeah, feel absolutely. this like like oh it's you, this, this you have some sucks. sympathy there
1: yeah you have sympathy and, and the yeah. love lost and uh and it goes into that a lot still through the um through the stories I'm reading right now with Vader is it goes into how he feels and how lost he sort of is and everything Um, over losing Padme. And then he can't come back from it. He feels like he just can't come back from it, but he's just that, that darkness, that evil is in him that he can't get rid of. And uh I, I don't know something about Vader. You always have that, right? The music, the sounds, the, the entrance, that very first time walking through the smoke and everything is just,
0: I mean I mean, do you even you even guarantee when you read the new current series of Darth Vader again, which is really good, I, I get that from you every time it comes out. Uh, yep. I hear I listen to it and James Earl Jones' voice is in my head. Like it's like he's oh, yeah. reading it to me. Like there's no that is Darth Vader's voice forever. James Absolutely. Earl Jones. Like even yep. though he didn't actually play the character, he only voiced the character. James yep. Earl Jones his, his voice is in
1: my head forever as
0: That's Darth That's Vader. Vader.
1: That is Vader. Yeah. I don't there is no replacing that.
0: Mm mm. And so that's awesome, because I love how you did a Star Wars one on the female one, uh, the top female characters, and now you did a Star Wars one in the top villains. Uh, we'll see if you can keep that going. Maybe in the top male characters, we can get a Luke Skywalker reference Ooh, in there or someone else. <laughs> but, um, but if the truth of the matter is, I mean, I guess Darth Vader is the most well-known villain in Star Wars. Yeah. but he's also not the only villain in star wars because there is a bunch of really good villains that are in star wars oh absolutely um, so there isn't like it's not like he's the only one but well, really um,
1: if you wanted to go evil right the emperor is the one who twisted this all yes. i mean so so really that's the evil behind it but vader's so fascinating vader's i mean how can you not love vader i mean the guy in the suit i mean it's
0: and again it's the you know that kind of stuff so yeah that's exactly. awesome. So. Uh, I will say in my top three, again, I think these top three characters and one of the reasons why I have them in my top three is that I love to hate them, hate to love them kind of thing because they are villains, but your you're, you're, you're helper over there giving you talking about here.
1: He's got the job. I'm looking for something to throw at him.
0: <laughs> okay, see? So here we go. So number three is a Marvel character. It is Magneto. Um, Magneto, to me, again, I think we talked about this with the female characters too, the 1990s TV show. Yeah, the phone call.
1: Oh, look at that! Galactic Comics is ringing. Yeah, I'm gonna pass this one off to my team member who's gonna run out back and answer that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so the the Magneto idea, the 1990s comic book cartoon series on Fox, the that aspect of Magneto was awesome. Yeah. Plus, you know, you have your your early 2000s TV movie or the movies for the X Men. Um, but he's like that character that is friends with Professor X at one point in, in certain series and goes bad in a sense, like he gets, he's, he's, again, he's more of a, he's kind of like a Darth Vader aspect of it where he's like, yeah. not, he's willed into it is the evil side of things have gotten to him. And um, I've always liked his power, like, you know, the power mm-hmm. of mag, magnetism is, is pretty cool. Um, but then you go into all those series that, the, the the different series that are out there magneto wise is unbelievable. So. Um, you can do whatever you need to do if you need to work. Don't.
1: <laughs> we were. So we decided to close early because, of course, it's, you know, it, it's been a little bit slower. Yeah. And, uh, and now it never fails, right? Um, we got some questions asked and stuff, but I think we're good. I think he's got this.
0: If you need to answer him, that's fine. We're, that's part of the fun about all this podcast <laughs> is you can answer him live on the air. All set?
1: All set. All right. Logan is taking care of
0: it. See, that's fine. I'm not even going to cut this out. This is all going to be in there because it's this, all, is it's just, all part of this is all part of it. Yeah, exactly. So um, the, the, But Magneto as a whole is this cool, and honestly, colors that are weird, the purple and the yeah. red, they go together. Um, I, I, there's not much to say about Magneto to me. It's just like it's just an epitome of a vil, villain in Marvel Comics. Why I pick Magneto over someone like Galactus or had Doctor Doom hire, again, mm-hmm. it goes back to a personal thing comic yep. books to me in the 90s the epitome of comic book animation to me was the X-Men cartoon. He was a big part of that and then you have um, his connection with the X-Men and all that stuff so the, the Magneto part of it and then his daughter obviously causes a lot of havoc and problems uh, and, and his, his family yes. yeah. um, and so that family seems evil again I don't. she's not really evil but she has evil things that she's done
1: She's like she's out of her mind. I mean, she's just, and it shows uh, how terrifying it is, and the idea of mutants existing, if someone is not in the right mental state of what the kind of damage they can do with that kind of power. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, I just when i had a little notes on here too that I was getting distracted by. Uh, see, here's the deal. Someone wrote in this article that I also pulled from was that Magneto didn't immediately stand out as someone who would be like testing, take the test of time, like. Mm. That he would just like this quick character that maybe they, he'd, he'd fade off in the distance and it's right. become a very epitome to the X Men, like the antagonist oh. to the X Men. Um, and so that's pretty cool. Uh, his storyline again, his his Jewish storyline, his story of you know being in Auschwitz and stuff like that, his family and stuff like that. That's also pretty cool because you what you want to hate the Jewish or sorry, hate the, not the Jewish, <laughs> you <laughs> want to hate the Nazis. Well, wow, uh, no wait a minute,
1: hold on here, Justin. Uh...
0: <laughs> you want to cancel this podcast now? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. But it's cool because you see that throughout all of, I mean, obviously you mentioned Red Skull and all that stuff, but you see the, yeah. the anti-Nazi movement and the fact that you want to hate the Nazis as well because of the way they treated Magneto um, yeah. and so on and so forth. So, yes, again, Magneto, again, is to me, is the one of the great, uh, again, cleanish uh Marvel villains in a sense. Like he's got that more rounded edges. Um, and again, I want to say top three. You love to hate him, hate to love him because I love the character and I love seeing it and I love reading about yeah. him but in 99.9% of the time, he's just going to stab you in the back and be a villain. Even though there are times where he's come on, you know, some of the futuristic ones, he's a hero on the side, you know, the days of future past and all that stuff. He's really on the positive side. Uh, But yeah, so number three is Magneto in my book.
1: Nice. All right. So number three to me, we go to the green goblin, Mm -hmm. Norman Osborn. Um, just in the amount of evil things he has done to Peter Parker, he, you could have an entire podcast of doing nothing breaking that stuff down, right? Um, something about him. The costume was amazing. As a kid, I always thought he was cool looking. Uh, he was one of the first action figures I had as far as superheroes went. Uh, I wanted a Green Goblin. He used to look cool. Uh, the pumpkin bombs, um, the whole gimmick to him, right? But when you get into more of an adult stage of reading and you get into the ideas that he killed Gwen Stacy or didn't kill Gwen Stacy and still threw her to her death, you know what I mean? And and never let Peter know. He never, Peter has no idea. Did he kill Gwen trying to save her or was she already dead? Mm -hmm. Um, All of the just twisted evil things that Norman Osborn has done, Um, taking over the Avengers and making them evil and having the Dark Avenger era, um, and, and, you know, he's kind of the Lex Luthor sometimes to, to Superman. Um, he's, he's so, almost sometimes the Joker where he's just out of his mind. Um, I'm always fascinated to see what the next Norman Osborn thing will be. He, uh, gets the symbiote at one point and becomes the red goblin. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just love, love the green goblin. He is very Marvel villain-esque. Um, you know, starting out is, you know, let's face it, he was kind of hokey a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did an amazing job of adapting and growing that character into something that is just – you love to see uh, – what's coming next to him, you love to see Peter take him down.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's – again, you, uh, Spider-Man is one of the epitome Marvel characters of all time. And his, his yeah. villain, or one of his villains, is going to obviously be in that category as a top villain because he's also a top character. So yeah. it works both oh, yeah. ways.
1: Yeah, you have to love it. You know, one with the other.
0: Yep. Love it. So I, I did not put Green Goblin. He's actually not even on my sub list. So I oh, will wow. give you credit for that. Right. I will give you credit for that. That's great. Um, but yeah, I agree. I agree. He's a good villain. Again, this is one of the things we have a problem with the difference between when we'll do this, this list and when we'll do like another list with the mostly male characters is that they're yep. over the history of Marvel and DC and comic books as a whole, they've All created right. more male characters.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And so when we had that list, you have a small pool of really top character, well-written well-created women characters you're gonna have a very small list because there's only a handful of those made Um, that have
1: truly come up in the world correct and they're starting to get better
0: they're starting to get there they're starting to you know they're definitely going to be more which um, is an
1: amazing thing for us in the time we live in comics
0: Correct. And so the same thing if we were to do, you know, this, this is villains and I said that we tried to talk about how there's not really that many good female villains that have come out so far. And so this is going to be mostly male list, but the list is going to be more different than the female list because there's so many more people to pick from. And so yeah. that's why we're at this point right now. So, um, awesome. Awesome. Obviously going to give you credit for being a Marvel uh, villain because, uh, you know, Marvel makes the most comic <laughs> kind of books in the world. Um, well, here we go. <laughs> so, so number two, for me, is not a Marvel character. So this is my last non-Marvel All character. All right. Um, it is from the Walking Dead series, and I will put Negan in there. So yep. a lot of people will complain, and they'll fight back and forth. If you go comic books only, that the wa- the governor was a better villain than, than Negan. I will give you the opposite uh, side of that. One of them is um, he is just badass. Like, he is just bad to the bone. But again, one of those characters, like, Purple Man and 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 Jessica Jones and, and and other people who think they're doing something good, like Lactis, right. like you know these people that think they're doing something for the best of the world, but they're really just right. being a horrible human being. Doctor
1: and also think very much
0: exactly. And and so there's that aspect of, I don't think Negan was this person pre-apocalypse. I think he was actually right. probably a really nice guy, and something switched with Lucille, yeah. his wife, dying, and, and and he just snapped into this. I'm going to be a leader, have 15 wives, and do all, like, just be a badass. He's also his yeah. wording in do the, comic the book. Whatever the hell he wants. His wording, his statements, his sentences he makes, the things he says in the comic book, and they translated pretty well to so the TV show. Is yeah. that uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, is unbelievable on the TV show? I think they casted him unbelievably perfect. Spot on. Um, I also think that it's kind of funny because he also plays another dad in another yeah. movie it's another series he was batman's dad in another series so have you
1: seen all of the possibilities of him playing batman of him being thomas wayne yes i could i could see that no so the thomas wayne batman i love he is um he is the punisher and batman like combined yeah he's not your good guy batman and one of the first scenes you ever see of him he gets all the information he wants and the Justice League's come in there, like, oh, we'll find Batman in this this alternate world where everything will be fine. and he gets all the information he wants got and he chucks him off the roof, anyways. And they're like, that's not our Batman, that's not ours. <laughs> and I mean, he's he is a badass character, and it's very much this the you know the actor that plays Negan would be fantastic to go ahead and move over to play this Batman. And it would, would be cool because Jeffrey
0: Dean Morgan is an attractive older male, like he's like he's like a heartthrob to 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 women. And yep. so like you have this because again it, it puts that person you would love to hate, hate to love kind of thing, where it's like you wanna like this guy because he's so charismatic and good yeah. with his words and well dressed and you know, has a nice beard and all like, you wanna love this dude, but then you're like, wait, he just like burns someone's face with an iron. And right. he just kills someone for no apparent reason. And with no he remorse. Just, he has six he wives, much. he doesn't care. So Yep. The other crazy thing I'll think about is the The Walking Dead was around for a hundred issues before Negan was even introduced. Yep. So you think about think about a comic book. We, the reason why we said we could we don't have a lot of these number one first appearances for a lot of these characters, is mm. because the first appearance was back in the nineteen sixties, seventies, eighties. There wasn't all, it's years wars, yeah. ago. So it was like the yeah. comic book Magneto was created right after the comic book was created. You know, Doctor yeah. Doom again. All these comic book characters or villains were created right after that series was created. The first few issues, likely that the character came in. I mean, other ones like like Carnage and some of these other ones that are three sixty one and all that stuff. Yeah. But a hundred issues in before the one of the most iconic characters ever in The Walking Dead was introduced, yep. and and in, and then Lucille comes along with it. His his bat with the barbed wire on it, and, yep. and just how he talks to it, and the said. I think one of the coolest things about him is that he's so creepy because he's so likable. Like, you want, I'm reading him, and I'm like, oh my God, I've Negan's on this page. Where you're yeah, I'd, I'd hang out like,
1: with this guy, and then you're like, no, I wouldn't. Exactly.
0: And so, and then you see in the TV show and in comics a little bit, like, you see his, his change to more of a positive person, too, that he isn't that. And that's why I believe that he wasn't that character or that person pre apocalypse, because yeah. he can be that good person. He thought he was doing something good. He thought he was helping people and, and making people survive by doing this and he realized he's just an asshole and, and that's right, just, end of you know, who he is and so yep. um so Negan again he's bashed in Glenn's head with a bat like on the tv show he bashed in Glenn and he bashed in um what's his face is uh, I can't remember his name but he bashed in multiple people I'm, I'm getting assists he,
1: from Logan Abraham
0: and I, I've watched the show many 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 times and I know yep. what we were talking about just drawing a blank there.
1: Yeah, name couldn't come um,
0: So, but he's just he, he he's villainous. He's a villain. And I did want to put another character on here that's an actual human being. It's not a superhero or supervillain. Right, right,
1: right, right. And I
0: think Negan is the epitome of that in my mind.
1: I think yeah, Robert Kirkman's one list. of the greatest rocker
0: he, uh, Robert Kirkman's one of the greatest writers, I think one of my favorite comic book writers. He did a really good job with him and then again, 93 issues. He was only in less than half the comic book. Um, because he wasn't in the first hundred issues, so yep. you get it at number two
1: nice all right, so my number two we go to one that I think is funny so side story uh, I was talking about doing this podcast at work at my full time job, and uh i I've got a, a girl working for me that it, she watches all like TV. she does these things, and uh, I said this person she was who That's you live under a rock. How you not know who this is? So, uh, my number two. So that, and by the way, Corey wanted to be mentioned on the podcast. So, Corey, <laughs> get out from under your rock. Uh, number two is Thanos. Um, now, <clears throat> background from for my history to Thanos. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy when I saw the movie. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't really know who the hell they even were. Went to the movie. Sure, it's a Marvel movie. Let's go see it. Watched it, loved it, started reading it. Brian Michael Bendis' Guardians of the Galaxy is fantastic. It's fun. It's entertaining. Uh, I never understood why Thanos was bad. He was just kind of there in the Brian Michael Bendis work. Thanos is bad. He's the bad guy, right? Got to have a bad guy. And it always bugged me a little bit that he was – because I knew that some of Thanos, and he was supposed to be, you know, one of the big villains in the Marvel Universe, but I'm like, "Who, who cares that he's bad? And then I read Thanos Rising and then it all made sense um so spoiler alert to those who've never read it I'm, i'll probably give up something um and if you haven't read it shame you go read thanos rising it is a fantastic book in thanos rising you get his origin story of um him growing up and him becoming what he is and um realizing the power that he possesses and murdering his own mother um he starts killing things at a very young age, trying to tear them apart, trying to see what makes them tick. What is this? Um, What is my purpose in the galaxy and in the universe and in the the almighty? Um, And if you, you know, you've got the Infinity shirt on. So, you know, you've read Infinity. You know that he's in love with the entity of death and he wants to impress her and he's trying to kill everything to impress her, right? And in Thanos Rising, he ends up after going out and killing and killing just, so much, uh, he goes back to kill his father, and his father, being a uh, member of their society and the new gods, or, or the ability to see everything, uh, in the Titans, uh, he, he is a creator and he creates these glasses, he can see everything, all entities of life. And he says, As Thanos is talking to death to impress her again, he says, There's nothing there, he says, there's no one there, son, there's no one you're talking to so that's when that that like light bulb he's insane he is he is killing and in the entity he's in love with doesn't even exist to him you know we all you know there's all these eternals and death does exist in the marvel universe as we sort of know death but thanos doesn't see her she's not there he's nuts he is completely insane and that was like the wow moment in thanos Rising was, that origin brought out that he's not just bad, right? He he is out killing. He killed all of his offspring. He went out and decided to kill all of his children. He had children across the galaxy with numerous women. And he went out and killed all of them to try to impress death. And then he kills his father to try to impress death. He's not even talking to this woman that he loves. He's insane. And that was my Thanos moment. And ever since then, I've been like, all right. I'm on board for Thanos for being my villain for the fact that he is crazy. He is all-powerful, so, and he's insane.
0: So I want to jump on that bandwagon and talk about you, but I guess I'll guess guess but I i just go into my number one, which is Thanos. Um, so Thanos is my number one. So we'll go into as we'll talk more in a sense here too because Thanos is my number one. Um, There's a couple things. I wanted to mention Thanos, but I, I forgot to grab it ahead of time. It's right here on the wall. I'm going to grab it here. While.
1: All right. In the meantime, I'll enjoy peeking at all the stuff in the background. <laughs> I'm
0: back already. So it's hard to see. it's hard to see. Beautiful. Okay. This is uh hand drawn by George Perez at a Comic Con in Massachusetts. So oh, that's George incredible. Perez obviously iconic uh, uh Infinity War Thanos um, so artist. Um so it's a Thanos sketch with Sharpie that he did for me um at the Comic Con. It the beautiful that with I want to say there's like four comic books and a photo he took with me, 40 bucks. $40. Oh
1: my gosh. That's insane. So,
0: um, But so Thanos to me was always this like character that I liked a little bit. It was like, this guy's kind of cool. And I like his, his size and his chin, the way he looked and all that the stuff. The whole thing about him. But again, we do talk about personal connections to things. One yeah. of the things that came to me was the fact that the guy who wrote, who drew Thanos in the Infinity War uh, and Infinity Gauntlet series, the guy that like, was one of the most iconic drawers or artists for Thanos, drew that for me in person. That it's pushed awesome. that to the point where it was like, okay, Thanos is the shit. Like, Thanos is the best <laughs> thing ever. So then I started doing more research on it and doing things that like, I have more Thanos toys, collectibles, statues, picture frames. Right things i mean this is my thing this is actually it's hard to see on camera if you're watching this video but this is an ugly sweater like this is stitched in this came from the marvel (laughs) it's hard to see um but it's a it's an infinity um thanos infinity uh shirt um but he again he's the epitome of evil he's also again the person who thinks he's doing something right right in his mind but he's insane, and, he, and he's not doing the right thing. So I'm
1: looking like, at MCU, right? You can, you can kind of get it, but then there's the argument of if you can do anything with that, he could have created more space and food and everything for the galaxy, but instead he's like, oh, I'll just kill everybody instead.
0: And so, so you went on a little bit about the comic books. so I'll add in, uh, in some of the, the MCU stuff. So the MCU stuff, so if you actually looked I – I looked it up on here. I, I listened to the audiobooks. There's some books that were put out by uh, Brandon T. Snyder. Uh, and Barry Liga, who did these books that were based off of like prequels to the movies. Uh, there were uh, the one was called Marvel's Avengers: Infinity War, Thanos: Titan Consumed, and it was a book about like the history of Thanos in the okay. MCU. Uh, there's also one that's called The Infinity War: The Cosmic Quest. There was both the volume one and volume two, um, and those really just travel along with 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 Thanos and his to the point where he got to the Infinity War, to we met Thanos. On right. screen not the Josh Brolin Thanos that we saw at the end of some movies like the actual one you saw right here
1: and there but
0: and so what Thanos was at, on, on his home planet Titan was there was too many people and he was trying to figure out a way before the gauntlet this is pre gauntlet trying to figure out a way to make his his world succeed and he wanted people right. to not he wanted to do the right thing and so he created this machine this this thing that randomly selected people to die. Right. He, he, but you know what he did though? He put himself automatically get chosen. He was willing to consume, he, to kill himself to let For his what he considered succeed. the greater good. Correct. And he was doing it for the greater good. And so the idea that you, again, I love to hate him, hate to love him, because he did want him to do what was right. And yet no one wanted to listen to him. His dad was like, You're insane. You're trying mm. to kill people. And his planet eventually banned him from Titan. And yep. sent him on a, out in the world, and he ended up getting on other. He ended up becoming the Thanos he was in the, in the um, movie. Uh, and that's when he took his small quest of saving Titan to making the small, the, the larger the quest of team. saving the, the entire multi universes by yeah. snapping out half the, the people. But in the very beginning, he was trying to do what was right. And it, obviously, that's genocide. But, but the idea yeah. that he was trying to think about how to save his planet. And that's why he was doing this.
1: And do it fairly, because it was all at random.
0: And he thought he was raise, raising Gamora and Nebula the correct way. He thought he was being a good right. dad, when really he was a horrible dad. He was still killing people, he and he was evil. still treating mistreating them. And so, like again, he was that villain that thinks he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing, even if he thinks he's trying to impress death. Right. He thinks killing people is the right thing to do, and that's where it makes him insane. And that yeah. makes him kooky. It makes him not right because he thinks he's doing everything right and he's really doing everything wrong. He's Rather not doing than finding anything a, right. an
1: alternative solution. That's where he goes. And
0: again, so it goes back to he's a horrible person. He's an iconic, and he's become more iconic of a villain in Marvel history because of MCU and the creation around the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, Infinity Saga. Um, but he's a character that is now become an iconic villain in Marvel and so i think that the, the the reason why he became my number <laughs> one Get out from was, under your rock Corey. <laughs> exactly right it's because he's a he's got that personal connection now to me too that the, the, the george, george press drawing this the the fact that he is in the movie so when you see something that you liked so much be put on the big screen and you can watch yeah. it over and over again i mean there's no mad hatter
1: no you no know, uh, yeah so you can't uh, get that someday.
0: Um, there's some Greed Goblin, there's obviously Darth Vader, but when you can see your favorite villains on the big screen, it also adds to that lore, that love. Yeah. And so Thanos has jumped drastically up um there. And then I also I don't have I put it in the closet because I'm trying to we're having a baby, so we're gonna move this room around to be the <laughs> baby room. Um, is Scotty Young's Scotty Young is my favorite one of my favorite artists of all time. When he draws Thanos, it's so much fun. His yeah. tiny Thanos is so much fun. It's so cool looking. It's so, I, I just, and again, and so I have on my tattoo uh, here, one of my favorite artists of all time is Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, Scotty Young did a variant cover. See, they, see that's, they, they, if you're watching the video, this this he makes this evil person look so joyous <laughs> and loving. <laughs> And right. so, I'm surprised you... I, I'm honestly surprised you haven't gotten me to buy that yet. So, that's like that's that's a statement to you. You need to do better Okay. Job well, to to that you one. know what?
1: I haven't really advertised that very well for no particular reason at all. Like, the fact that I want it for <laughs> myself or anything.
0: <laughs> but, this, so, so, back on my... art so, this is the Thanos. This is the Run the Jewels symbol. But, it's Deadpool's hand in an in Infinity Gauntlet. I yep. wanted to put a Thanos tattoo on my body and this is the Thanos tattoo. There is going to be another Thanos tattoo there. Guaranteed there's going to be another Thanos tattoo. But, so, um...
1: Spoiler alert! Thanos. This will be on my shoulder at some point in the relatively near future.
0: <laughs> so, so Thanos is a um, again character you want to hate, but a character you want to love. Um, he's purple, like <laughs> he's ugly. He's got chin yep. that has lines in it. Um, that, that
1: every hero he fights makes some sort of joke about. Yes,
0: and so I just think there's something about Thanos that will always be something for me in Thanos, and it's cool because now my wife knows and loves the idea that I love this. Like if she knew nothing about any other characters that I ever liked in Marvel or in any, any comic book, she knows that I might love and my affinity for huh, infinity, <laughs> affinity yeah, for, for Thanos and his um, character in multiple storylines. You, you talk about Thanos rising, you talk about his original stories. You talk about MCU, uh, whatever his future is in Marvel's, TV, small screen, big screen, whatever. I'd love to see these, uh, Brendan T. Snyder and and, and Barry Liga stories become uh anti- animated shows or yeah. uh, Disney Plus shows because they think it'd be cool. I mean, the history. I think we could do it. I think it wouldn't be right off the bat because it's not in MCU, conical right. storytelling. But if you do a throwback and this is the storyline you used of him wanting to save Titan, you could sell me on. Like, I'd buy. I'd be. I pay first in line for, 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 for right. Disney Plus. Like it's so <laughs> Thanos, you did number two. I jumped into it right off the bat of number one so we can get in on Very it. Very nice. Top two for both of us. That says so, something about Thanos. I'll tell you so, that.
1: And much. also, I will add that Thanos went back and forth between my number one and number two. He went back and That would have been cool. Forth.
0: So I'm glad it wasn't so we could get this back to back kind of thing. Yeah. But I tell you why, it would have been kind of cool for him to both be number one. But
1: be number one. I had a hard time on that. So, all right. So my number one. So I am I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little cheat out here. And you discussed them earlier. So Magneto, okay. Magneto is not my number one villain. Magneto is one of my all time favorite characters. And Magneto is not my number one villain because in my eyes, I look at him a lot of times as a hero, not a villain. The anti-hero, The Magneto series that came out, uh I wanna say this was back in around the what fourteen fifteen of the, the relaunch. Mm-hmm. Um He goes out across the countryside and is um murdering people, but they are the evil people that have done horrible things to mutants and he hunts them down and kills them. Um and and he's like the punisher, except in mutant form. And I said as a child, I remember Uncle and I reading X-Men, watching X-Men 92, you know, the old cart the old comic series, uh cartoon series, and me saying, you know, if I had mutant powers. I think I'd be on the Brotherhood side, not on Xavier's. Um, I see where, where Magneto comes from a lot more on the I'm trying to protect my people. I lived through this with the Holocaust, and the humans are going to do this to us more so than I see Xavier in his wishy washy can't, oh, you know, we can't fight them and we can't hurt them and we can't do this and we can't do that stuff. I, I side more to Magneto. Um So Magneto is not my number one villain because in my world he's a hero, but I and had I, to include him because he's one of my favorite characters of all time. And, and, I,
0: and I will I will say with that because there be people who would have had Venom on their on their villain list. When again, yeah. I think there's a, there's certain characters that yeah. Marvel's done good with that. It's there's a, certain characters that had both sides of that. So yeah, don't have what a is problem. with the Punisher with
1: that. right? Is the Punisher a hero or a villain? Exactly. He's a mass murderer. He's a serial killer of criminals. So you know he could easily be a villain. He started as a villain but the punisher's a hero to most Mm -hmm. so my all-time villain is he was on your list way down is the joker um i have read batman for a very long time batman was one of my all-time favorites as a child and of course love batman is still love the joker um so from everything from jack nicholson on the big screen as a child to Heath Ledger's role that I went to the theater. I saw that movie more in the theater than I've ever seen anything in the theater. Every time someone said to me, I haven't seen Batman yet. Uh, I'm gonna go see it, I think, uh, but I can't find anybody to go with me. I'm like, I'll go, sure, sign me up. They're like, oh, did you try to see it? I'm like, yeah, I saw it four times, let's go again. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it. Um, Heath Ledger's role as the Joker was incredible. I have a huge collection of Joker stuff in my personal collection on my house. Um, it, the psychology, of the joker and i had a hard time with this between thanos and the joker because joker is kind of he's smaller right in the old grand scheme of things he's only really affecting gotham right Mm -hmm. sometimes he spreads out here and there but he's always fighting batman he's always more in just in gotham where thanos is so huge right he's across the universe he's across the multiverse he's everything um but something about the the darkness of the Joker and what he brings to Gotham and to Batman um, makes him my number one. And one of my favorite works is Kevin Smith's writing of him, where at the end of one of Kevin's books, um, the Joker is is just about out. He's in the hospital. He's he's taken down pretty bad, and the doctors. Uh, Batman comes in dressed up as a lawyer. I'm here to talk to him. They say, well, this is as sane as you're ever going to get him. We've got him drugged all up. So good luck. And the Joker immediately knows who he is. He knows it's Batman. And they're going back and forth. And he says to him, I am anarchy. And anarchy is what the world is supposed to be. And you are the one who's insane because you're the one trying to stop anarchy. And in the beginning of the book, Mr. Zazz kills a mother and father. He stabs them to death in their home and he's coming to kill the children. When Batman breaks through the glass and makes the big hero save. And the Joker says those children would grow up without a mother and father. And Zaz would have just done what was supposed to happen in the world. He would have uh, taken them down and they would have been gone. And now they're gonna grow up without parents and they're gonna grow up to be twisted and frigged up like you and I are. And dealing with the fact that parents were murdered in front of them and you caused this. You stop Zaz from the natural order of what was supposed to happen, and you're the one who's insane. And until you stop, I won't stop doing what I do. And the psychology of that, to think that the Joker is insane. He is completely out of his mind. But at the same time, is he really super sane? Is he above what the normal person can think? It is incredible. I, I just I love the Joker. Every day there's something different to him. Um, I honestly, so I read everything in trade. So everybody who's a DC fan, I have not read Three Jokers yet. I don't know if I love the idea of it, but I love Jeff John's writing. So I will be reading Three Jokers in trade soon. Um, but I just, I absolutely love the character. He is, realistically, Batman's a tough guy in a suit dressed as a bat and the Joker's what makes it interesting.
0: And, and so this is cool because I had, there were 10, you had number one. And it mainly would be is that I haven't read much Joker because of the fact that I'm not a DC fan. So yeah. like the idea that Joker of a character is unbelievable. The other thing I like about it is your number one villain doesn't have any superpowers. This is not a no. – like you talk about – the best thing about Batman versus Joker is that they're both humans with yeah. no superpowers who yeah, are against them. each other. And so with Joker, it has that ability to be – iconic and, and, and timeless to be just a normal person who is either insane or above sane, right? Uh, whatever way you think about it, like you said, is 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 forever gonna be iconic and classic. He is it, it, what better way to do a character than make him insane? Because you have the ability to do whatever you want with him because he'll yeah, do
1: anything. <laughs> he's, anything he's just, that nothing above him right yes there's nothing any moral compass you have and that's what makes the villain so great is that everyone has a moral compass right everyone has a right and wrong to somewhere so when they cross that line that's what gets you and to think of them crossing the line over and over and having to consider someone that has no moral compass in frank miller's work he poisons a pile of cub scouts in the middle of a fair he, he kills them children willingly happily does it He's excited to do so because he knows it will bring Batman to him. Yes. And that's what it's all about. That's his sick obsession is bringing Batman to him. And it's like, what kind of monster does that? Joker. (laughs) The Joker, right?
0: And and so, and the other aspect of it is too, is that if we talked again about top 10 favorite comic book TV screen villains, Mm. Heath Ledger's Joker would be on that list to me. I, there's something about put a smile on that face. Do you want to see this pencil disappear? Those yeah. kind of like it it, it, it. it Honestly, would not be surprised if it did drive Heath Ledger to where he was. Like it. it he there's got a lot of
1: that.
0: He got entrenched in the in the character and got to the point where he was freaking. I mean, and I will say, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker movie, again, a, another insane character i don't i'm not a huge fan of that movie because of the fact that first of all i think dc has screwed the pooch on their entire universe 100 percent up and down so and mainly, I, I'm, a, I'm a marvel fan but it's like when you look across the aisle and see how well someone's been able to do this and you yeah. still screw it up over and over and over again and you make a joker movie that doesn't even fit anywhere in the universe
1: in timeline it, doesn't it's, fit, it, it it's, well, stands
0: alone it comes, out of everything else
1: people come to me and they're like, and this is off the comic world, you know, yes. because I have a non-comic yes. world. And so people will know what I do, right? They know what I, I run a comic store, and they say, what do you think of the Joker? Because I watched that. Man, that was so great. And I'm like, oh. I mean, like, if, right. if you delete if watching, everything else
0: out of the hole around it, yes, the movie itself was not a badly perfect. made movie.
1: No, if you it's, take that out of being the Joker, take it out of the Batman universe, great. But if you try to run this in the Batman universe and run this in any Any semblance of anything, it doesn't work. Like, what is what is walking Phoenix's movie? He's in his 30s, he's in his 40s, he certainly looks older. Bruce Wayne's a child, like what Joker's like 60 65 when Batman's finally actually donning the suit. Like, you're telling me he can't take down the elderly? (laughs) Like,
0: it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't because also it's like this movie wasn't made back in the 2000s when it was like X Men. And the only thing being made was X-Men right. This movie was made after 23 successful Marvel cinematic universe movies. <laughs> and then they came up with this movie. You're like, and they call, this is not the other, this is the other thing. They could have called it some sort of, uh, even if they call it a killing joke or something that has yeah. another Joker theme esque right. series, it would have been somewhat okay. Cause it's okay. Oh, it's off the beaten path. You're doing your own thing. It's a standalone thing. It's but they called it an elf world. He called it's it fun. Joker. Yep. You called the movie after the character's name. Yep. And it was had nothing to do with anything that was going on in Suicide Squad, in the Marvel, like the Batman, Superman. The Christian Bale
1: Batman. Nothing. In, 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 just in any of it. And it's just, oh.
0: And so it's like I, I will say that the only uh, one of the only things that they ever did right in DC was the Dark Knight series. You know, Batman Begins, I'll give credit to, but mm-hmm. the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises or turns, whatever it is, those are great movies in my opinion. I'll watch those over and over and over again. And I think mainly it's because I think Christian Bale wasn't a bad Batman in my opinion, but but Heath <laughs> Ledger as as but Heath Ledger as Joker did those He's movies. Good. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's, it,
0: it's it is what it is. Yeah. So Noah, no, I had top ten. I don't read DC because I don't read DC or don't read Marvel or don't do uh, read Joker. It, you pushed them way up because you do. And so that's what I like about it. So I like how our top two, like I had number one, you had number two and I had number one was number 10 for me, but it's, it's, it's there. So, um, let's quickly go over, um, top 10. So I'll read my top 10 here. All right. So we did say at number 10, I had Joker from the DC universe. Uh, Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. And again, I'll think all of them. I think Ben Bishop, i uh, oh, sorry, Ben Bishop, uh, sorry, uh, Kevin Eastman's current series
1: right. is good. IEW, IEW, all the way,
0: all the way everything. So um, yep. the Governor from the Walking Dead universe on Image Comics. Uh, number seven is Mysterio uh, Marvel. Six is Doctor Doom from Marvel. Five is Carnage from Marvel. Uh, four is The Violator. Uh, slash uh, Clown from Spawn an Image. Number three is Magneto from Marvel. Two is uh, Negan from The Walking Dead Universe slash uh, Image Comics. And then number one, the all-great and mighty Thanos from Marvel. Your turn. Very nice.
1: All right, so my number 10 is Two-Face from DC Comics. Number nine, Doctor Doom from Marvel. Number eight, Galactus from Marvel. Number seven is the Red Skull from Marvel. Number six, Loki from Marvel. Number five, Mad Hatter from the DC Universe. Number four, Darth Vader from now the Marvel Universe from Star Wars. Yes. Number three, Green Goblin from the Marvel Universe. Number two is Thanos, the Mad Titan. And number one is the Joker from the DC Universe.
0: Great top ten. I think it's cool that we had a little bit more diversity on our list. I think a similar – we only had three-ish similar ones on the female. We had a couple on these uh, with – what Thanos and the Joker, uh, Doom, Doctor Doom, yep. Doctor so Doom.
1: Three. That was it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: three again. So we're gonna go for this three thing every time now, right? We going <laughs> to guess three. Um, I wanted to keep this at around an hour and fifteen minutes. We're getting right there, but I wanted to go over and say that my other list was yeah, other this. people where Darth Vader, Galactus, nice. right, Red Skull, Kingpin, which is on your honorable mentions. Yep. Loki, right, and then I also had. <laughs> I honestly w- swapped back and forth with some of these characters, which were Apocalypse, Ultron, Apocalypse is great. Um, yeah. Juggernaut, yep. again, another cool X-Men character, uh, and then Mystique, again, one of those anti-hero, hero, villains kind of thing. Yep. So, uh, and then I had Venom on there too, but again, that was that whole, like, I think Mystique and Venom kind of slide over to more of the, not hero, but not villain kind of thing. So I think Mystique uh, would wanna... be
1: more into a, more into a villain really yes. she's but very thought, though, very self self-serving
0: those are the ones that were had in my list that i can actually like show you and i'm sorry to see on my list right. but there are things it's listed here i didn't make that out that was listed on my ipad that i printed that uh they were going to be on my list if i could yep. fit them in but they're not
1: that's like i i was trying and i wanted to fit a female villain in and Hella was my first female villain that comes to mind and the one that keeps coming back but i didn't include her you know and I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, especially a lot of DC people, would have Harley Quinn. You know, some people see her as a hero. She's villain. Some, I just, I honestly, and this may not be popular, folks. Sorry to, to ruin this. And I hope you don't stop shopping on Galactic Almost. I'm not a big Harley Quinn fan. Yeah. Like, she's well, just...
0: Kevin Smith is. <laughs>
1: yeah. <man. laughs> he I... named his yeah. daughter after her. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many, right? People love Harley. I, just, I don't really love the character that much. I'm not a big Harley Quinn guy. Um, but uh, my other one that I would have loved to have added on my list. Was Megatron, uh, All Hill Megatron, um, from Transformers. His origin story is phenomenal. Uh, if you haven't ever read that, if you if you want to read that, pick up All Hill Megatron, uh, or you can read it in the IDW omnibus and Transformers. Um, it goes into as a child, right, in the, co- in the cartoons. Oh, Megatron's bad because he's bad. Well, um, when you get into why he's bad, it it you. I almost hail. Megatron. I almost go more to him than I do Optimus. I almost, yeah, maybe if I'd be a Decepticon, not an Autobot.
0: Well, that's the thing about the Thanos thing. It's like if someone said, What's your favorite Marvel character? Thanos would probably be, Yeah, he's a villain. Right. It's like you, people would want you to say Gambit or X-Men or the X-Men character yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. yeah, but Thanos I mean, might be my favorite. If, if you did it if we, at the end of the year of doing these episodes, if we said, what's our favorite character that we've talked about, Thanos would probably still be at the top of that list. So I can completely see with you being an Op- or a Megatron fan over Optimus. Yeah. I, I completely could see that too. I don't want to talk too much about Transformers because my wife will kill me. She hates the <laughs> movies.
1: That's fine. That's like fine. hate them
0: like that's when fine. i sold her i was listing them on ebay to sell them she's like thank god
1: <laughs> that's fun um the first one i enjoyed it was fun the first one i enjoyed that's fine uh you know taylor yeah, I'm, I'm on your side in this read the comics <laughs> okay. watch the original See, cartoons and,
0: and so and i got to get her back on the, the ipad it. too because she was trying to read some of this stuff digitally she tries to read it on her phone and all that stuff i want to mm-hmm. get her some digital comics here and there too because I do believe in the paperback ones, but it's also hard to read when the lights are out and you're trying to read. Something. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's,
1: so, it's easier when you're in um, bed. And but yeah.
0: Read on the phone. So that's our top 10 villain list here on right. just another podcast with Paul Eaton from Galactic Comics. Paul, you're open Wednesday through Sunday, Saturday, Saturday still. Wednesday, Wednesday through Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And um, you're doing, are you going to be open the, 24th i I didn't know if you
1: so yeah this has been a discussion a lot i think i'm gonna be closed the 24th and i'm kind of uh i'm taking an in-store survey on the 26th um so yes i i work full-time job i have my wife i have three children um this is currently my side gig that i absolutely love it's my passion it's my hope and dream to make this my full-time job but i could use a little family time i could use a little break i i averagely pull about 90 hours a week and work um, so the 26th is kind of a gray area we're still trying to figure and, out. And I think you, think you should take it, it off. In my me.
0: opinion, if I had to vote for it, I'd say you take it off. The 23rd is new comic book day anyway. So let's just yep. all be in there on the 23rd. Let's all spend the money that we would have spent over the weekend on the 23rd. So that it doesn't affect you at all. And you're all good. And we're good. I, love it. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> see, you take one day that week. If you could work one day that week, that'd be amazing. So uh, we're one day at the comic book shop, I should say, uh, yeah. But yeah, Galactic Comics on Hammond Street in Bangor. You can find them on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Uh, check them out. Definitely worth it. I have now switched over 100% to buy my comic books. I say 100%, 99.9% because I do buy. I did buy a collection of Midtown Comics, Scotty Youngs that are in the mail. But yep.
1: hey, I, I can't, I can't judge you for that. Listen, and you, you would gotta find get me. More you Scotty find Youngs out. here if I didn't keep it for myself.
0: Well, it's just, you gotta find out when that collection. If you're working on that Scotty Young one, I'm you gotta talk on, to me.
1: Yep, I'm working on a nice Scotty Young collection. So so
0: okay sweet thanks paul i really appreciate it top 10 villains we'll do something else next time i haven't decided yet i don't think we'll talk and figure out the best one was maybe i'll have you pick this category next time so oh hey there we go that's cool so but galactic comics in bangor i'm justin uh thanks for joining me paul thanks justin appreciate it as always